No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. And guess what? You know, since the beginning, we've been talking AEW. Ever since it started, the real Dwayne Allen has made an appearance. So it was only right that after the first show, the real Dwayne Allen would come on Break It Down with Brian H. Um, you should have already seen our um, show, which we talked about, is it copy or competition? So, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to find out. How does the real Dwayne Allen feel? Dwayne, what's up, bro? What's up, brother? You're, you already know what time it is, man. I've been, uh, <laughs> I've, I've been waiting for this moment all night. Yeah, man. So, you know, let's get right into it. Uh, I'm just Thoughts on the show. Just overall, your thoughts. You know, we fresh off. You know, I want your fresh raw thoughts right now. Fresh raw thoughts. I'll say that the show um, definitely superseded my expectations, mm-hmm. and um, and the um, the presentation was absolutely excellent mm-hmm. in regards to how the product was presented. Um, all the stars definitely showed up tonight, and um, the undercard was very underwhelming. Okay, and the show started kind of slow in my opinion, but um, it, I mean it, it definitely picked up. And um, I, I had to say, as much as I probably hate to admit it, I was thoroughly impressed with um, the way the show kind of picked up and oh, just overall, uh, just overall the um, what Cody and, and the Bucks and Omega was able to do with this pay-per-view. I think I think it was um, very historical, a lot of surprises, a lot of things that I thought was really, really good, especially going. I feel a little bit better going into the future about AEW. OK, now let me ask you this. Undercard, underwhelming. I felt the same way. But I have to ask you, do you feel that way? I'll say this. I felt it was underwhelming because maybe by being fresh, it's like, okay, I still got to give a, ch- a chance and get to know these people. Get the, you know, I, I put on my, um, I will not want to say ignorant hat, but I was like, okay, this is a fresh company. So I'm thinking fresh storylines, right? I know you, I, I wasn't around when NWA and WCW, all that kind of came together, but you know, ever since I've been watching WWE or ROH, everything was already established. You follow me? Even with mm-hmm. something like Impact Wrestling, I saw the previews for the pay-per-views and stuff. Never ordered them. So by the time I started watching, everything was all already established. This is like the first time that I've really like jumped into a company fresh. So I was thinking, and I was asking myself, did I find it underwhelming because it is starting off? You know what I mean? No, they just didn't show up. Okay, okay. Um, I remember uh, getting back into wrestling as a as a tween, preteen, being reintroduced to characters like um, the Luchadors and the Cruiserweights. Mm-hmm. Those are people that we didn't know who they were before. That's true. Um, as wrestling fans, and we fell in love with them because of what they were able to do with their product. They showed up, they showed out, and we became media fans. So you saw La Parker, you saw Juventud Guerrero, you saw Rey Mysterio Jr. You saw Ultimo Dragon. You know, that was that was your undercard at one point. Right. You know, you got familiar with the, the Crispin Wise, the Dean Malikos, the Chris Chuckles. You didn't know who those guys were. And they were fresh faces with new opportunities, and they showed up, and they made their mark. Um, same thing with ECW. If you think about ECW's first pay-per-view, Barely Legal. Mm-hmm. Once again, it was no internet at the time where, you know, you had access to these, unless you were a tape trader or an older wrestling fan, these were all new faces that you saw at one point. Mm-hmm. 
and, and you became familiar with them based off what they did the first time. So me seeing something for the first time, it's no excuses. Um, I feel like, um, don't get me wrong. The, these are a lot of those guys are new stars that are unfam- that we're pretty unfamiliar with. Um, but like I said, when you even when TNA first debuted, when you were first exposed to people like AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, you know, Elix Skipper, um, America's Most Wanted. Those these were people that you weren't familiar with, but what you saw, what they were able to do, they immediately hooked you in, and and, and you became fans of their work. I didn't get that feeling from a lot of the early, a lot of the, the um, just, it really wasn't all of them, it was just a handful of the superstars that I saw in the early part of the show. Okay. All right, well, let's get right into what was, you know, I'm going to go ahead and start it off. I, I know we just had a crazy ending, but to me, man, the match of the night, um, and maybe I would even easy. say... Easy, <laughs> easy, easy. It's easy. Yeah, uh, Cody and Dustin. Uh, easy. I, I'm, and, and you know, and you, you always get on me about being a WWE mark. I was uh, talking to one of my buddies who's a huge Bucks fan, um, and so he was watching the game, and he asked me about the show, and I said, you know, I'm enjoying it. I said to me, Cody and Dustin, this match was a match that I was putting up there for match of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and for obvious reasons, I'm still going with Kofi Daniel Bryan for obvious reasons, but to me, same level AJ Seth, what I just saw this past Sunday. What's your thoughts? Absolutely. The, to, to me, that match, just from start to finish, even the presentation, mm-hmm. that um, that set the tone for the night. That, to me, the show came alive when that moment happened. Yes. Um, that The match um, definitely superseded my expectations. I thought it was going to be a good match, but it was better than I thought it was going to be. We always crack a joke about, you know, Cody Rose sometimes, he doesn't leave the most memorable moments in the ring. Mm-hmm. Like, I know for a fact now what my favorite Cody Rhodes match Absolutely. Is. You know what I mean? I feel like that match set the tone. And, and what better person to do it? I mean, the the guy that's that's kind of running the company, him and his brother, the sons of Dusty. I mean, that to me, that match solidified what AEW either is, was, and, and where it's going to go and what's it going to be. I, I was really, like, I was thoroughly impressed. I was like, so you know what? This is the match I wanted to see. And I did not. I was like, who's going to follow this? It was a so, tough follow. Absolutely, man. I was so surprised that they put it on early, but they it, it was the perfect timing because the show, like I said, the show picked up from that point. To me, from another level, it's like watching um, Raw's War back in the day from 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 nine to you know whatever, and then when Warzone kind of clicked from ten to eleven, it's like okay, it was a different show. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's when the show came alive for me. But let's let's talk about before we you know kind of get into the match a little bit more. Cody Rhodes coming out there making a statement with his entrance, right? The mm-hmm. the chair, the throwing it, you know, the shot at Triple H. What was your thought when you saw that? When I saw that, I said, this will forever be the moment that defines what this company is. Mm-hmm. This will define AEW. Like, the, every, every major wrestling company has that moment in their history that you kind of say, okay, this image right here solidifies. This is when the company became this company. Mm-hmm. Um WCW is always when Lex Luger showed up on the first Monday Nitro. Right. You know what I mean? That that kind of, to me, that was the firing of the first shot when it came to the war. But, I mean, when I saw that, I was like, okay. I had an attitude, and this is, we talked about this before. I had an attitude before because I hated the digs at WWE. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, see, 
Stop taking digs at WWE. Let your product stand on its own. I don't mind the shots, but you got to do it in a way where it actually means something. Yes. So when they first came out, it rubbed me the wrong way when they did the whole 20,000 thing. And like, oh, you got to round up. That's what you do. I'm like, see, this is what I'm talking about. Just the childish stuff that you guys do on your show. I don't need that for your wrestling product. Uh-huh. But this right here, that statement, I'm like, okay, that's how you make a statement. <laughs> I mean, it. you felt it from the very beginning. The minute that throne showed up, with the skulls on it and in gold, everybody knew exactly what it was. He said, oh, boy. Mm. And when he walked down that aisle, everybody knew what was going on. And his wife held a sledgehammer yep. and handed it to him. Mm-hmm. And when he turned back around and he, and he took that sledgehammer and he destroyed that throne, I said, wow. Like, I, I felt it. <laughs> and everybody in that arena stood on their feet. And they went nuts. Before he even did it, they knew what was coming. To me, that moment right there solidified AEW. I said, this is AEW. This is where they stand. And then as he struck it, his wife screams out and the loud voice break it down. I said, oh, man, <laughs> that is what I'm talking about. I said, that's what makes you a wrestling fan. I said, that moment right there is going to live on in history. I mean, we don't know the conversations. We, we could think what we saw. We could think what we know as far as what went on backstage with them, too. But at the end of the day, we don't know. You know what I mean? And what I saw was a guy who finally was able to break out on his own and kind of do wrestling the way he envisioned. And that right there was like, y'all not holding me back. Y'all can't stop me. And I'm going to, like you said, this show what AEW is moving forward, you know, and that will forever be on the montage packages. However long this company sticks around. That's going to forever be on the montage packages, man. I mean, well, think about the conversation. The, the 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 talk of the town was when they wanted to do Cody versus Dustin at WrestleMania. There they was been talk that they felt that it wasn't a big enough match for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and then also, let's not forget, Triple H took a lot of shots at AEW at the at the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm like, he he didn't hold back at all. No, not so, at all. <laughs> And, and for Cody not to address anything and kind of keep quiet and respond in that way, oh, my gosh. No pun intended. It had so much more of an impact that I, I could have even imagined. I did, I was thoroughly impressed. You know me. I was like, that was good. I said, that's that's what this show needed. And, I mean, like I said, it just solidifies that moment in history forever in wrestling lore. It'll always be there. Yeah, I mean, I loved it. Um, but, you know, you know, kind of getting into the match, man, did you not think of Dusty when you started seeing color? Of course, you knew it was gonna be covered. <laughs> you knew it was gonna be covered, and and I was. It's it's funny because when he first hit his face on the turnbuckle, I was waiting for something, and, and it, it kind of gave it a minute, and then he kind of disappeared from the camera for a moment. Then he came back, and I'm like, oh, there it is. There's the crimson mask. <laughs> it was going to be either Goldust or Cody, one or the other. They were going to make sure they had that that color that match. Yeah, um, and you know what? The thing is, they took me for a ride. That's all I asked for in a wrestling match. Absolutely. Some matches. Yeah. I mean, we've been watching wrestling long enough where we know who's going to win, who's going to lose at times. Not all the time, but at times. We, you know, I remember when, I, when the match was first made, I said, you know, before I could even get said, who goes over? He's like, Cody, you know, when we talk offline, as we always do. And so we, you know, we knew Cody was going to win, but how was we going to get there? That was the question, you know. Yeah. And, and they took us for a ride because there was many points where I was like, wait a minute, Dustin might win this thing, you know, but how you feel about afterwards coming together and now they're going to face the Young Bucks at the next uh, next show, I guess. I don't know if it's the next show in August or something, but... Yeah, uh, I believe it's All Out. Okay. Is that the one they're doing? I think that's the match we're set for. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but I think that's what the next match is set. I, um, I was waiting for that moment mm-hmm. 
because because he walked away and he came back, and I'm like, they're going to have their moment. Like, and and not only did they get to have their moment, they did it in a way where they also were able to set up the next chapter, in in um and I guess in their next pay per view or their next match where this isn't just the ending for Dustin. This is like okay, cool. Now he needs a tag team partner, but it's so much more to it now because they finally had their feud. Mm-hmm. Their feud has been kind of publicized over the years. Yeah. Um, and the fact that he says, I need my older brother because they're facing a group of a set of brothers yep. and young brothers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So so it only makes sense. So now not only did you get to have your brother versus brother, this is this is for our dad moment. Mm-hmm. You also used it to help set up the next feud going forward. And I'm like, this is I don't know who put this together. But this is working out very well. Like I said, I, I was thoroughly impressed. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm just uh, as a wrestler fan, man. I have to say, like, this made me like really enjoy it. Um, before during the preview, uh, yeah, during the pre-show, my wife had uh, came home in between stops and she went out and she was just she saw the um, what you call it the uh, I don't want to call it I don't want to say the YouTube the pre-show. And she saw the arrival. And, of course, you know, they had their dog. So her and her best friend are sitting there. And, you know, they animal lovers. So they got the, the dog caught their attention. So I said, oh, this is Brandy Rose coming up. And they was like, whoa, who's that? You know, and I said, well, she's like the chief branding officer. So they thought that was impressive. The moment they saw Cody, they was like, oh, wait a minute. So then my wife goes, oh, so this is his promotion. I said, yeah. And what we get to see is as this rest, this wrestler fan, you know, who loves the business but get to do wrestling the way he wants to. And I'm just wondering what, how much of the Dusty influence that we're going to see moving forward. You know what I mean? Um, Dusty was known for his broken toys. What are we going to see from Cody? Like you said, that, that match and that storyline was put together. So that makes you, you know, I know it makes me excited for the uh, company moving forward. I mean, naturally, like I said, uh, Cody has to kind of come into his own. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got to develop his own style, but I mean, it's in his blood. I mean, it's, I know we talk about it all the time and we kind of put it out there as fans, but I think Cody has adapted a Cody has traveled, um, globally Mm -hmm. and and almost worked in every major promotion outside of WWE before he decided to go forward with this venture with all in and then later into AEW with this double or nothing pay-per-view. So he's had an opportunity to see all, a lot of different styles. And it's funny because I literally, Watching the pay-per-view, I'm watching for all the little things because I'm not going to cut AEW any slack. <laughs> I knew you would. You know what I mean? Because at one point, this was Aiden, and All In was an independent super show. Mm-hmm. Now you consider yourself a national wrestling brand, so you're going to be judged completely differently. Yep. But I noticed the influence of so many other places that him and the Young Bucks have been, mm-hmm. uh, specifically New Japan. Okay. Um, that that I've seen, I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm watching a lot of these influences in the matches. So it's like, man, you, you're kind of taking the best of each area that you've kind of been and taking away things that you like about the places that you've been and you're kind of adapting it into your own style. Mm-hmm. And I think I think as um, as the as AEW continues to grow, we'll kind of see, you know, what will be Cody's kind of lasting image of what he feels professional wrestling is and the product that he can put out on a weekly basis and then, you know, as far as their pay-per-views and stuff like that going forward. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. We could talk about, you know, Cody and Dustin all night. I mean, it was just that good. But let's move on. So um, we know because of the pre-show that Adam Page would face the winner of Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. And Jericho was victorious. What did you think of that match? Because I know you tweeted from the Wrestle Realm at Wrestle Realm Twitter account, Jericho, Omega, they better bring it. What did you think? I thought it was a very hard-hitting match. I'll say this right now. Chris Jericho can't keep up with Kenny Omega. Okay. 
he cannot like like I I've seen Kenny Omega like once again I'm seeing that style I've watched him in New Japan for so many years mm-hmm. and it is so hard hitting and it's so quick and it's so fast paced but it's so heavy yeah very very strong style and I'm like man Jericho's taking a beating right now mm-hmm. I've never seen Jericho look so exhausted in a match usually Jericho is the workhorse right but to watch a younger Kenny Omega kind of take Jericho to his limits I was kind of shocked that Jericho won that was kind of the biggest thing that I took away I was like he actually he actually won yeah. Because I'm watching this match, like he cannot keep up with Omega. Man, I said Omega's too much for him right now. Mm-hmm. He's in be- he's in better shape. He can move quick. He can move faster. I was shocked to see that he actually won. Um, but I, I guess you got You kind of got to utilize Chris Jericho while you have him, and you need, I guess, that important name to kind of carry the torch into what's what comes next. So at one point, I was just assuming Kenny Omega was going to be the first AEW champion because he's probably the biggest star and probably the biggest signing they've had since its inception. Yeah. Now, now that he's lost, I'm saying to myself, well, shoot, now it could be Jericho. They may need that big name to be their first champion. And then he may have an Adam Page or a younger person trying to kind of chase away even Kenny Omega. They may have to do Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho 3. Yeah. Um, now, so I, oh, go ahead. Yeah, so I mean, so that's that's kind of where my head is now. Like, I, it was predictable at one point, but now I'm like, oh, shoot, I don't know. So now we got to hear the fact that Jericho, we got to hear from him that he beat Austin and Rock in the first night. And I mean, not in the first, in the same night, and he won the first ever All Elite Wrestling main event. I mean, Chris <laughs> Jericho is solidifying his place in professional wrestling history, whether you agree with it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, he, he is he's making his rounds. Like he is really making sure that he is not only kind of solidifying his place, but he's giving back to the business. I enjoy his entrance, though. I have to say, like how they took like the different some of the different yeah. eras of him. Yeah. I right. really enjoyed that. It, it, it goes back to what you was talking about earlier, just the production, the presentation of the product, you know, which I, I was going to hold them to a higher standard anyway. If you got this type of, we're hearing all about all this billions or millions of dollars that the owners have, that I was expecting excellent production and they lived up to it for certain. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the match, uh, we saw the debut of Moxley. Uh, mm-hmm. For those who do not know, that was Dean Ambrose in the WWE, former WWE uh, Grand Slam, WWE Grand Slam champion. Um, but now he's in AEW. Uh, at least this would was presented. He came out there because we don't know contract all that stuff. But he came out there and he attacked Jericho. Then he attacked the referee, followed by finishing the night off with leaving Kenny Omega by throwing him through, um, throwing him off the stage. What do you think about? John Moxley in AEW. I think it's the best thing for him, and I think it's the best thing for AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know me. We, we've talked about this a thousand times. I was not going to buy the hype. I said, I, you're not going to give me the bells and whistles and just assume AEW is going to be this great thing. But it, it wasn't until the Cody match and then every match that came after that, I said, okay, I think I'm excited about this company now. Mm-hmm. And, he, and immediately... I began to think about a number of different superstars that I would probably would love to see show up in AEW now. Before, I wasn't thinking that way. But watching the show and what it can be, I began to say, okay, I think I like where this is going. Yeah. For a guy like uh, John Moxley, formerly known as Dean Ambrose, to kind of show up in, in this kind of way, this is his chance to make an impact because he was not making an impact in WWE. He was always the third wheel. As much as they pushed him, we never liked watching him on, on, on TV. Like He was boring to me. <laughs> I, I wasn't that disappointed when he got hurt because I'm like, good, now they're going to stop trying to shove him down our throat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. Injury or anything like that on anybody. But sometimes you need a better space to present yourself in a better light. And I think this is one of those situations where I'm like, 
he needs to be one of those guys where he's not being overshadowed by guys that are just better than him sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I think this is the best situation for him. I think it's going to do well for AEW. Um, this is his chance to kind of make his impact and in, 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 in the realm of professional wrestling like he has not done in a long time. So, Yeah, I'm definitely interested to see that. But um, I'm going to go ahead and take a break right now, let people know where they can get 300 hard coins just for listening to the wrestling realm. We'll be back after this. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoy listening to Break It Down with Brian H. Y'all know, not only do I do a podcast, but I also consume a lot of podcasts. Um, Chances are that if you're listening to my show, I'm listening to yours too. But this is where I'm listening. I'm actually listening on PodCoin. Did you know you could actually get paid just for listening to this podcast? I know it sounds insane, but it's actually true. Just discovered this app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. You listen to podcasts, and you earn PodCoin while you listen. Then you turn that PodCoin in for gift cards at places like Amazon or Starbucks. Or if you're a good person, you can even donate that PodCoin to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. So here's what you do. Download the app right now on iPhone or Android. And I have a special code for you. Simply use the code Realm and you will get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. And if you listen to enough of us on there, you could get a cappuccino at Starbucks or an Amazon gift card on us. So go ahead and go listen to this podcast on or virtually any podcast on PodCoin. Sign up with the code Realm. I swear it'll change how you listen to podcasts. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure if you haven't done so, download the PodCoin app. Not only can you get Break It Down with Brian H., but you can also get all your favorite podcasts right there. Right now, anytime you click the Wrestling Realm and subscribe to our channel on there, you will get an extra 300 coins. And you can use those coins to uh, uh, trade them in to get Starbucks gift cards or wherever you like. So make sure you do that. Dwayne... Titles. You are a belt guy. That is fact. You know, for those who do not know, do not know, you just dropped a realness report on Instagram as far as the twenty four seven title was concerned. What did you think about the AEW championship? I think it's absolutely gorgeous. Okay. It's a beautiful belt. It's <laughs> I've always liked big belts, mm-hmm. especially when you're the world champion. Um, it's 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 very has a very classic look to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's different looking. It's 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 an older style looking inspiration um, when it comes to the belt design itself. Mm-hmm. But I like it a lot. You can tell it was going to be big and heavy even when they were first teasing it in the YouTube videos. Prior, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be a nice belt" because I saw how big it was. So I, I had a feeling I was going to like it immediately as soon as I saw it. But I, I think it's gorgeous. I, I love it. Um, very detailed. Like I said, everybody kept saying, "Oh yeah, it reminds me of New Japan." I think I'm not sure if it's true or not, but I think it was created by Dave Milliken. You know. It was, Belt King, mm-hmm. um, you know Reggie Parks and Dave Milliken. Um, so I, um, I think it's a wonderful looking belt. I don't know if they're going to reproduce this for you know for branding purposes and replicas and things like that because it looks expensive to make, you know, especially with all the detail. But I, I like it a lot. And how'd you feel, man, seeing the Hitman Bret Hart show up and just being the guy to unveil it? Especially Bret being, you know, a WWE guy, but he's still a wrestling world champion. 
I mean, it was, it's once once again, it was another one of those surprises. The night was full of a lot of surprises, which I was not expecting. I thought they were going to try to do what everybody else does. We're just going to give you straight up wrestling. It's, sometimes our, our, our mentality can be jaded, whether it's either wrestling, um, all wrestling, or just all storyline. But to me, you we kind of neglect the idea of the surprises, and that was one of the biggest surprises. I didn't I didn't see that coming. I didn't even think about it. Um, but to have him do it, it kind of made it feel special. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's, he's a former world champion, you know, and he's coming out to unveil the very first design of AEW's world world championship title. So it was a special moment. It was it was, it was exciting. It was it was a welcome surprise. So it, it kind of it added once again it, it added to the uh, to the to the importance of what the show ended up being more than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Now Bucks and Lucha Bros. What did you think yes. of that match? Were you surprised the Bucks won? Um, your thoughts? Surprised? I, I was definitely surprised. There was a, first of all, it's a phenomenal match. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a match that I don't want to say I've seen before, but I've seen this style before, and they, they all, it worked well. Works well for both the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers. Um, just two phenomenal tag teams. Um, man, I think I, I, I'm looking at what they're trying to do with tag team wrestling, and it kind of works. I mean, not necessarily the it didn't feel like a spot monkey match like some of their matches have in New Japan. But to me, I just felt like, man, they, they really put on display their athleticism, but also a lot of their in-ring skill. And it kind of made it make sense. They made it make a lot of sense. Um, so I was really, I mean, I, I knew it was going to be a barn burner. Um, I wasn't, like, I wasn't looking forward too much because, like I said, I've seen this match before. Right. Kind of insert insert person here, insert person there. But I was, it was really good, especially it carried that same hyper momentum after Cody and Dustin mm-hmm. um, did their thing. And I'm like, man, this is it's exciting, man. It definitely picked up the show. They they kept it going. That's why I said, like, I watched it. I said, man, the star showed up tonight. I said, they definitely did their job. Absolutely. Now you knew I was going to make sure there was discussion about women's wrestling in this uh, uh show before we leave. Uh, awesome Kong, man. Was that was that not a surprise or what? First big surprise of the night. <laughs> I, that's, that was like, okay, that's good. When I, when she came out, I said I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody thought Kia Stevens was going to show up. Right. There was nothing showing any signs or anything like that. No, no teasing about you know she dropping no Vegas uh, gambling chips or anything like that. The, this it was a complete surprise. Um, and even Brandy Rose coming out in her wrestling gear and everybody thought she was going to throw herself into the match. Um, <laughs> Huge surprise. The match was underwhelming, absolutely. Um, okay. Uh, I think the one who shined the most was Kylie Ray. Mm-hmm. Thoroughly impressed with her. I think she did her job better than anybody else in that in that match. Um, I don't, I don't know where this is going, but I don't think Britt Baker should have won. I mean, it's not my call, of course, but if I say okay, who stood out in that match to me, I would definitely say Kylie Ray. She was the one that kind of from start to finish, I knew who she was from the minute she got in that ring. I said, okay, she's this girl. And as everything she did in that match from start to finish, she, it was so consistent. Mm-hmm. It was all the way through. Match wasn't that great. Also, kind of looked like she hasn't been in the ring in forever. Right. But you but you expect that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, I think she did an excellent job in that match. I know she had some runs here um, back and forth, like in uh, Impact, like the past, within the past five years, right? She she's she's shown her face once or twice, yeah. but it's, it's, okay. it's been for a special moments only. Right, okay, that's what I was. And thinking. that was also that was also around time Impact was kind of still in transition. Gotcha. Between chip, so yeah, um, yeah, it was. I agree, it was definitely underwhelming. Um, I'm not surprised Britt Baker won. I kind of felt like 
that she was gonna be somebody kind of you know. Yeah, you can tell they're trying to go with her. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, of course you got like because you know she's like this is could be. This could be like the company where she's made the shine. You know what I mean? You got a veteran like Allie who was doing commentary, but Allie, you know, made her mark in Impact Wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you, you kind of want to create your own star. And granted, mm-hmm. if you've been paying attention to indie wrestling, you know who Britt Baker is. But we saw her at the um, All In pay-per-view. Um, but she hasn't been on none of like the big stages except jobbing out the Nia Jax. That's the first time I've ever seen her. Um mm-hmm. But I think like this is like their their lady who they want to make their star. No, yeah, that's that's kind of obvious from start to finish. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they're enamored by the fact that she's a dentist as well. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole's wife, no girlfriend, fiance. I don't know if they. I, I haven't kept up with them, so I don't know if they engaged yet. But girlfriend, fiance, wife, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. That's that was kind of obvious. But like I said, I think I think Kylie Kylie Ray she kind of she stole the show when it came to that match. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, man, let's uh, you know, Gary, close it out. Um, you know, I appreciate you jumping on, man. But your final thoughts before we, you know, let the people go. I was thoroughly impressed. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, I mean, I was hard. The, the very first match, even guys like um. SEU versus um the um the first tag team they uh they faced off with the guys from um OVE. I was thoroughly impressed with that. They they started off the show very well. Mm-hmm. Um I thought the show was better than I thought it was gonna be. Okay. It was way better. Like like in all in all fairness, let me give props to where props are due. Mm-hmm. I was thoroughly impressed tonight with AEW <laughs> and I couldn't believe it because I didn't think I was going to be. I, I was like, I'm seeing a lot of bells and whistles, man. I'm telling you, they better not get me all this hyped up, but <laughs> I was thoroughly impressed. And you're not I, an I, easy person to impress, folks. He's... I mean, I can say that. Like, I can honestly say, you know what? Okay, I'm not. I, I don't know what this means for the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure this is a really. I'm not sure this is a crossover hit. Okay. It's going to be hit amongst wrestling fans, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was very. Well the commentary was atrocious. <laughs> um, that's one thing I, I cannot. I could not let slide. Excalibur did an excellent job trying to fill in the gaps, but Jim Ross didn't know anything he was talking about. <laughs> Jim Russell was lost. I was just like, man, he didn't know his cues. I was like, see, this is it didn't that didn't sit well with me. Um, is it yeah, of, Dwayne? Is it time for him to hang it up? I think it is absolutely. And, 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 and we don't get it twisted, folks. As wrestling fans, we love Jr. But sometimes you can, like in sports, you can stay too long. Like Joe Flacco stayed with the Ravens a little too long. I'm happy he gave got a Super Bowl. We stayed too long. Maybe that's like. <laughs> I'm I'm not, I'm not gonna be too long winded about it, but at the same time, the night was also full of contradictions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Cody Rose is always talking about I don't want this to be a nostalgia act, but yeah, but you're forcing <laughs> JR down our throats. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. It's, it's the, it, it was a lot of little things like that 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 I that I did not like at first. Um, and like I said, a lot of stuff happened early on in the show, which is good because I kind of got it out, got it out the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the commentary was terrible. Even even uh, the debut, it's it's a lot of campy stuff in AEW, just as much as you see in WWE. Yeah. So they can't so they can't sit there and say they don't do that stuff either. I took notice of that. Um, the commentary team didn't really call the matches. They didn't call move sets. <laughs> right. Um, a lot of people complain about the WWE style of commentating because they don't really call move sets anymore. But I'm like, they didn't do the same thing either on AEW. So there's a few contradictions here and there. But um, yeah, the Super Smash Brothers debuted and nobody knew who the heck they were. Oh, um, that's what that was. That was them. Apparently, <laughs> nobody knew who they were, and and the the crowd is chanting, "Who are you?" And Jr. Is like, I don't know who this is. Can somebody tell me who these guys are? Oh. I'm like, this. <laughs> it was stuff like that throughout the night, early on, that I was like, "See, this is rubbing me the wrong way." But like I said, 
as the night kind of picked up and, and you kind of saw the meat and potatoes and the stars had an opportunity to shine. Mm-hmm. I think overall I was thoroughly impressed with the show, you know, plus or minus a few things, but it's the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, AEW definitely has, has my interest. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to what happens next. I'm, I'm tell you, man, um, I'm excited. Uh, as a wrestling fan, I want an alternative. You know, I know, like I said, I, I put it out there. You always say, come on, you WWE Mark. Come on, open up, open up. And I've been trying, but sometimes this stuff doesn't keep my attention. I watch stuff, yeah. but it doesn't keep me. Like, Impact Wrestling, I really want to enjoy it, but when it's hard to find your product, it's kind of hard to enjoy it. AEW, we got, we know we're getting, uh, they're going to be on TNT, so I'm excited for that. I'm excited to, you know, make sure it's on my DVR. So if I can't watch it live, I'll go back and watch it. And I'm excited to talk about it on the wrestling realm. You know, we don't just want to talk WWE. We want to talk wrestling, but give us something good to talk about. It it, it made me want to watch more wrestling because mm-hmm. at least because it, it, it kind of made me have an appreciation for the business. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of reminded it kind of brought, brought that love back for the for wrestling. Like, you know what? I don't really know some of the guys I'm looking at, but let me go go back and just start looking at the guys that I'm familiar with. We take for granted all the other promotions, your Ring of Honors, your New Japans, your MLWs, your ROWs, stuff like the Royal Wrestling Security. They don't want to be called ROW. Mm-hmm. Royal, the reality of wrestling. Uh, you know, different products that we enjoy in the NWA with people that we are familiar with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and watching AEW tonight, it made me say, man, I wish so-and-so was here so I can see them in this platform or, I, or see this superstar have this opportunity on this level versus these other guys I'm just not too familiar with. Yeah. So, um, I mean, as a wrestling fan, I mean, you, you can't ask for any more than that. I mean, for I think I think this show was actually better than All In. I was giving ready to ask you. <laughs> I think I thought the, the only thing I didn't like this time versus All In. All In's over-budget Battle Royale was better than this year's over-budget Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I agree. Well, folks, we're going to wrap it up. Um, Dwayne, tell them where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at DwayneAllen24. All right, you know where to find them. Make sure you tweet them. You follow me at Brian H. Waters. And, of course, tweet us both at Wrestling Realm. And make sure you subscribe to us right here on YouTube. Or if you're listening, make sure you subscribe on Apple, Google, Podbean, Podcoin. You name it, we're there. Till the next time, folks, I'm Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.